Welcome to the American Warrior Festival Podcast, a celebration of our troops, veterans, and American way of life. I'm your host, Dan Clore. The American Warrior Festival Podcast brought to you by the Red Osier Landmark Restaurant, Western New York's premier dining experience, known for its amazing prime rib and dedication to the veteran community. Visit them online at theredosier.com.
American Warrior Festival family. This is episode 11 of the American Warrior Festival podcast. And this episode is titled The Music Venue Episode. And we're very happy to have two of our very good friends on tonight with us. Randy Peck with the Montage Music Hall and Gina Bertucci with Malone's Concert Venue. How you guys doing? Good, good. Good, good. thank you. Oh, thanks. Thanks for coming on tonight. Sorry about the little delay there, but uh, glad to have you. Thanks. Glad to be here. <laughs> so how, how's everything going, guys? It's been a while since we've uh, been able to touch base and uh, catch up with each other. How, how's it going, Randy? What's going on down the street here in Batavia? Yeah, we're, you know, we're slow. We're on pause. We're on pause again. Yeah, is it any new news on that? I know you were looking at some stuff in uh, in March, correct? Well, I should uh, preface it by saying we can, we could open, but we're not doing it right now. What's what's that? Sorry. No, I said we, we could open. Um, we have been we're back into like the yellow zone. Oh, okay. Um, but we're not going to right now. The numbers are just too high. Uh, the, well, you know, if you're here, we're right. Rochester's the Finger Lakes region. Um, we're, we're very high still. Hospitalizations are high. So with all that going on, we're just going to kind of put things on pause until the numbers get better, the vaccines get, you know, out there a little bit more and, and just, you know, lay low for a bit. Okay. So you kind of just playing it by ear. So you really, do you have anything on the calendar yet for? Uh, well, you know, we're, we're hoping that. You know, I know that they're going to initiate the Defense Production Act soon, and I hope that testing gets more rapid and the vaccines get in a few more arms and whatnot. So we're looking right now at mid-March and beyond to just start some local programming. I don't think we're going to be doing anything national until at least the summer. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, and it's one of those things, right? I mean, it kind of changes every – it's week to week at this point, right? I mean – Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I just don't think we're going to be doing anything for a little bit. You know, I mean, the, the transmission is just too high, so. Right. Right now, now, Gina, how about you? We've been closed since March. So um, we were able to open oh. up for a few months in between, but we make all our money on the music. So for during the week time, that was always a break even. So it wasn't even worth it for us. We'd lose money probably to open. So, um. We keep moving. We have shows. We keep moving them down two, three months down the road. We cancel. Like all our shows have been like rescheduled at least four times so far. And wow. now our next, our earliest one is mid March. That's our first next show that's scheduled. And we're still not even allowed to be open right now. So who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, because right now, uh, Southern <laughs> California, and for our, our listeners and viewers, uh, Randy is in, in Rochester, New York, and Gina is in uh, Santa Ana. California, so Southern California, uh, which right now is, um, I mean, I was just there recently for almost two months and it was, yeah, I mean, every, everything was closing up. I mean, yeah. yeah. But let's put it in perspective, 20 some degrees. Gina, where are you? 70s, you know, <laughs> you got the weather. Yeah, it was like 90, I think, last week. Oh. That's true. We got a patio we can't use right now either. <laughs> I know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, you guys had a, a very similar um, venue situation. I mean, uh, it's pretty much you guys run things very similarly. It, it, it's all about the music 
it's you know the live bands you gina are you open um you open for games and stuff once in a while maybe on a saturday or sunday maybe no because we're in desk no industrial so we are only open during the week and then we'd open on the weekends for the bands like at nighttime so we okay. don't even do sports right now or oh, work okay right and, and so really, and then all the business oh. go ahead businesses are all working from home most of them so even if it's not even worth it for us to even try to open during the week when we were allowed to a few months ago right so you said your last show was in march of 2020 right yeah we've been totally closed ever since then yeah and randy your, your last show was um we were we were able to open <laughs> we closed down uh, regulations opened up a little bit, um, restrictions, I should say. And so we did like two and a half months and just tried to do whatever we could do. You know, I mean, there was there, a lot of bands just didn't want to play. The attendance was less than by far what it normally was. I, as I was telling you, we had to go to like tables and chairs. We could only do a certain amount of people. Um, so it wasn't very lucrative, but it was better than nothing for the time. Um, that was in, that was like over the summer at some point. So we've been closed since, let's just say the beginning of October at this point. Okay. Yeah. I know you, I know you did everything you could. You were really getting creative with, um, I think you put some, uh, like, um, kind of like fiberglass up on the stage, right? You plexiglass. Were doing yeah. We plexiglass. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. We did that. So, the, the, yeah. you know, in front of lead singer, in front of guitar, in front of bass and Gina, what's your capacity where you are, you're the size of your room. Oh, um, we can get 500 people on there. Okay, we're a little smaller than that. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I'm asking no, questions. No, no, no. no, go, go um, ahead, Randy. Local and national or just, just national bands? Local and national? Mostly local. Yeah, oh. we do both. Um, but the majority is um, is local. And then like um, once a month or twice a month, we'll get a national act. So yeah, we're, and we're like the reverse of that. <clears throat> Probably we deal mostly with national acts and local. I mean, the local scene just, it's all but Dan, Dan could let you know. I mean, we tried to do a couple festivals and the local scene is all but dried up in, you know, a lot. I, I wouldn't even say just like define it to Western New York. It's sort of like across the country to where yeah. bands just aren't what they used to be. So we don't we don't define ourselves on that programming anymore. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. again, it, it's yeah. going to be a while before we get back into like more than just local shows. And see, yeah, you guys, uh, I mean, yeah. two, two of my favorite rooms in the country, by the way, you guys are two of my favorite venue owners. Aww. You guys have always been, uh, <laughs> always been very, very good to us. I mean, Randy and I go back to uh, 1998, I think, probably when you were running the Steel Music Hall. Yeah. And uh, Gina, I think oh. we go back to uh, 2012, 13, 11, I don't know, somewhere in there, I think. When did you buy... Yeah, I, I feel Mo's? like it's been 10 years. About 10 years. Oh, 2003. Yeah, okay, yeah so I yeah. feel like 10 years since I met you. Yeah. And we, we've done some of the Music Academy stuff with the kids, and we've done a few weapon yeah. shows there. And that was the first time I met you, and you came in wanting to do one of those shows for the kids. Yeah, it, Randy, she's got a really interesting <laughs> room because she's got a two-stage thing going. Oh. So she could mm -hmm. she can ping-pong, yeah. Um, we changed the name, too. We're, we called it, we're calling it Stages now. To match the two stages. Oh really? <laughs> uh huh. Oh, it's yeah. No I just I, I figured since we're closed down, I might as well do all the ABC work. So we actually got it finished. So okay. Now you yeah. still you still have Don there with you, right? Yeah. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Don, Don I haven't seen him since March, but. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, hopefully, I haven't talked to him in a few months. Hopefully, he's going to come back. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, we we were able to do one show in 2020. It was a uh, one of those sports bars like uh, development shows. Uh, Randy, we did it at uh, TF Browns there in Batavia. Gotcha. Yeah, and it went real well. It was the only event we were able to do. We had a lot of interesting events going on. We had a uh, have a bunch of stuff with the Yankees, and that that is being continued on. Uh, into this year, we've been able to kind of, um, it's been one of the toughest times for us as far as live events, but we've never had a better time building the team. <laughs> like we've been able to build up our squad of like, some West Point people, Naval Academy people to come in and we're starting to get into the uh, virtual firing range events, <laughs> ruck runs, like the fitness boot camp type stuff. Music, yeah, nice. live music is always going to be our bread and butter and it's the common thing. So even when we're doing, I think the only place where we're not going to have music is on the firing ranges. And that's, right. you know, for obvious reasons, but even inside the store, we plan on having an acoustic performer in the corner. Uh, someone made a joke. They're like, if he sucks, someone going to shoot him. I'm like, I hope not. <laughs> but uh, you never know. I guess it depends. But um yeah, we've been kind of getting into some new things and uh, rolling out events where people can just do them on their own time. Like the virtual ruck run, you could pick a pack, how long you want to run, and you, you pay like a, a registration fee. You do you go do the run, you take get your time, take a little video, get you a t-shirt and a medal and a thank you, and just a way to get fit and to help us kind of keep things rolling. That's so, nice. Yeah. I know we've all had to get creative. So I guess this is going to lead to, uh, to asking you guys a question of, um, I mean, I know Gina, you said you really haven't, you haven't opened at all, but uh, how's this been kind of getting through this time period and, and the challenges here that both you guys have faced, uh, whoever wants to go first, you can go ahead and take the floor. Ready, I'll go, I said, I'll go second. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, you know, it's, it's like you said, you know, you, you don't want to sit still, you know, but there's right. nothing to do. So we actually, I, I haven't even talked to you since, I mean, I, we, we kind of, I brought a new talent buyer on to kind of, you know, when we get out of this, maybe do more. And he's got a lot of, uh, connections and venues that he worked with in Buffalo. So he's now come on board so that we can kind of do things in a bigger way. And, you know, my company, Rochester Entertainment, we sort of rebranded it into Rochester Entertainment events so that we can now do some shows. And like, we've got like three or four rooms now that we've collaborated with, had conversations with about doing shows in Buffalo in their rooms and kind of, you know, whether we do a tour in tandem or we just do Buffalo and then, you know, a few months later we'll do Rochester, um, do local programming in both markets. Um, so that's kind of, you know, that's kind of cool, you know, when we can get back to doing something. And in the meantime, you know, Dad, I think we, we were talking about this at one point, maybe over the summer, we've done like some t-shirt uh, fundraisers where we did a t-shirt with our logo and we got a bunch of bands that, you know, paid a little bit of money to get the name on the back of the shirt. And we sold that to like try to raise a little bit of money. We, we did we hit the bands, sort of set up a GoFundMe for the venue early on. I mean, this is probably like April or May. Tried to make a little bit of money doing that. Um, with Rochester Entertainment Events, we adopted and 
created a whole new website, which we put a store on and we got a little <laughs> bit more merch and we put that up for sale and we've sold some of that. So we've done, you know, anything and everything that we could to just try to keep the brand going, keep momentum going, have some sort of content on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, here's a new website and go look at the store. Because all of those things, you, you know, you just got to kind of keep people looking or have eyes on you of some yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So I, yeah. I mean, Randy, I think it's pretty safe to say you've done everything you you could and can to uh, kind of keep keep out there and in the eye and, and trying yeah. new things. I love that idea of expanding into the Buffalo market. Yeah. I think it just makes sense for you completely. Um, just widen the reach out a little bit and yeah, kind of just just getting creative, right? Doing whatever you can. A lot of this was, you know, was was conversation we were having before COVID. I mean, I think I was telling you there's a bigger venue like four blocks away named Anthology that's a thousand cap, and I started to put more shows there. So we're trying to be probably more of a, you know, production, promotion, talent buying company. And again, COVID sort of hit, it slowed everything down. But, you know, when this all gets over with, I hope that, you know, we can start to do more and get at this. It's just, Gina, I think, you know, I got to say, you know, it's going to be weird. It's kind of like, you know, they say like riding the bike, it's like getting back on the bike, but you know, it's going to be a hard bike to get back on. I, you know, we, two o'clock in the morning, you know, getting somewhere with <laughs> one o'clock, two o'clock mode. It'd be, that's, it's going to be, going to be a challenge to go back to do what we did. And we're, we're going to be rusty without a doubt. So, cause even when we were open, we were, you know, Load in at 6.37, doors at 7.30. We would do two or three bands, try to round everything out to like 10 o'clock and then close. We just tried to have a very slim window of exposure and just kind of let's just go in, do a couple bands, call it a night, that kind of thing. So once we get back to normal, it, it, it'll be like, you know, trying to run again, you know, walk again. <laughs> Yeah, right. You kind of you kind of get out of the groove, right? There's a groove yeah. and a consistency that you get into, and yeah, and even the day to day, you know, fielding offers and getting emails about, you know, it's just, you know, it's it's starting to come back. But as she could probably tell you too. I mean, with Nationals, it was like, you know, April and May went to okay, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna look at September, October. September, October went to we're gonna look at February, March. Now. February and March started to go till June and July. We're starting to see June and July now go to September, October, November. So it just keeps, you know, like in terms yeah. of the national booking, it just keeps getting put off, put off, put off. So that's a little disconcerting, but we'll get and that's, there. And Randy, that's for this year you're talking. That's, that's, well, there is nothing yet this year. And like I said, for what was on the calendar, <laughs> like not moved to the first quarter of, well, this year, yeah. Okay. It's now... Fourth, you know, end of third quarter, fourth quarter. So, you know, we're, no, we're get all, all of us, you, me, we're all waiting, you know, this administration, hopefully the Defense Production Act and, and <laughs> our stages and the money that small businesses should end up getting. We're all just hanging on for that, I think, at this point, because money's run out. You know, it has. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. Well, actually, Gina, go ahead. We, we can, let's come back to that uh that bill that, that got passed for venues and stuff. Right. We can talk a little bit about that. Uh, but okay. Gina, Gina uh, uh -huh. you know, what do you, what have you been doing with yourself here since uh, this past year? Um, I mean, 
So um, right before the COVID in January, we were going to remodel the bar. We um, the patio. We're putting like built-in seats. We're, I mean, we just totally tore it apart. We took the sign down, and then <clears throat> so we didn't finish it. Now it's half done because now the, all the money that we saved, now we're having we were having to live off that money. So my brother and then one of our country promoters, Greg, um, he's been he's actually been working on his weekends for free just to help out. Um, so whatever my brother and Greg can do, we're doing, but we're not putting any more money into it. So um, we're just going in there and trying to build it. And then now we're to the point that we used all the money that we saved. Now we're like 50 in the hole. And we're just, um, I, I'm going to apply for the venue. I applied for the, for the bank loan and they keep, I, they, I still haven't got it. So we're just, we play it day by day. I mean, if worse comes to worse, we ask the marijuana place next door if they want to buy the land. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a backup. So, um, yeah. so we've but been you, trying to fix and remodel as much as we can without putting money too much money into it. Um, I have a couple bands that come in there and they pay. They run it out for a few hours. They each have their um, bands on each stage. And then um, so I get a little money from that. And then that's it. We're just every time I think we're going to open then we have to end up canceling those bands and then we move them down three months down the road or two months down the road. As soon as we think we're going to open or we open, then he closes us down right before. So it's just, we never know what, what's going, if we're coming or going. So right. that's just and been our. So have you, have you, have you integrated yourself with like the uh, national independent venue association and save our stages? No, I, ne I never even heard of that. You know, we'll, yeah. We'll connect them. Okay, thank you. Because you need to get into that. And then right now they're holding webinars. We just had one last week. And the website that they hold, you can watch the old one. And okay. we're just, right now we're waiting for this administration to get everything together. And then yeah. it'll be conducted through the Small Business Association. So you and I will collaborate. We'll, we'll talk. Okay, good. Thank you. This, because you should be able to be entitled to the same thing that we all are. There's what, Dan, is it like 15 billion, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know it, it came through. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I saw the emails come through and um, I saw the posts and the, and the news yeah. stories on it. And I was real happy to see that get passed. And I knew it was mostly yeah. for, for music venues because, I mean, you guys have all that overhead where if you're an independent yeah. promoter, you, you know, okay, yeah. you got, your, you got your, your events, but you don't have the, the building and the rent and all those extra things. I and mean, maybe there's different challenges for promoters as well, obviously, but uh, you know, I, I, think I know the challenges you apply, for you guys. Yeah. Uh, once you apply that, we'll all get, because I think it's, it's that, that money is basically for small businesses, i.e. like restaurants, but venues right. and our Senator Chuck Schumer and like Klobuchar out of where is she, Minnesota. So there's, there's a bunch of prominent senators that got behind this Save Our Stages. So it's it's throughout the, the United States. So you definitely need to get in, involved in that and get applied because that's where the money soon is going to be coming from. It is, hasn't that, been... is that... Go ahead. Are you talking about the one that Trump passed December 27th? And it's for um, venues and promoters. Is that the one you're talking about, or is that a different well, one? Because I didn't see save the stages. Like, so I don't. Is that is our are there two separate ones? Yeah, uh, and I'll I'll like I said, there's we'll two different ones. Email or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Save our stages is like one chapter, one part of like where this money is going to be rolled out. That is basically for small businesses, whether it's bars, restaurants, and the one thing early on, Dan, we're 
I'm dominating a conversation. Oh, no, 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 go, go ahead, guys. I really want you to get this out. Yeah, you know, it was, you know, they shut down bars and restaurants, bars and restaurants, at least in New York State. And, you know, so we venues in Western New York, whether it be Rochester, Syracuse, Buffalo, we all started to, you know, have these conversations and, you, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, like music venues were the, the forgotten soldier. You know, with a, you know, we're, we're a bar and some of us, we serve food, but we're a music venue, which that's just never on, on anyone in, in political, yeah. the political world. It's not on the radar. You know, everyone knows what a bar is. Everyone knows what a restaurant is. And we're kind of like, yo, so <laughs> the Save Our Stages got developed and then they got the ears of some senators and congressmen. So anyway, they, they know who we are now and we're part of we're going to be part of getting this money and and they've allocated money for us so it's just a matter of again it'll all be soon an application process oh good um i know that we all have to then have our taxes ready you know it's going to be a whole thing where you've got to show them what you did in 2019 um and i think they're going to base like what you get off of what you made in 2019 because they understand that we all didn't make anything in 2020 so um but we'll yeah. We'll make sure that we all get together on that. Very cool. Now, okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, so definitely, Gina, uh, see what Randy can pass on <laughs> you there and anything that can help yeah. all of you guys out. I mean, there's there's a bunch of venues we work <laughs> with in other, other places, too. In Texas, they're all – everyone's going through the, the same thing, and there's yeah. no differences as far as the local government and stuff and who can be more open and whatnot, but – yeah, I mean, it kind of is one of those things where people don't realize how vital the local venues are to them in, until something is gone. And right. And you really just, you really have to, you know, <clears throat> get on the internet all the time. And, and even in California, see what Governor Newsom is doing and what your, you know, senators or your counties and whatever, and just find out if they're, if they're giving Santa Ana, is that where you are? Or, you know, are they giving any, yeah. are they giving some sort of grants out for small businesses? Because you, know, you really have to look because they're not going to find you. You have to find them. Rochester did one for small businesses. and We got a little bit of money for that. I mean, it's not anything that's going to save us. But if you was, don't get right, if you don't hear about it the day it comes out, you'll see it's already been wrong. closed out of funds. So yeah. I've already kind of got screwed out of three of them so far. Yeah. I applied. There's one in California I applied for. And um, I don't I'll see what happens. I didn't get approved on the first round. So now we're waiting for the second round to see if I'm in on that one or not. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know around here, like the first a little bit that was like PPP and that's, you know, if you're a small place with, you know, a bartender on payroll and a manager, you know, two or three employees, it's not going to do anything for you. <clears throat> you know, mom and pop restaurants that have minimal employees, you know, yeah. payroll protection is, does nothing for you. Nothing. So <laughs> this coming out in this big overall government funding plan will be what benefits us to put some money back in the bank account to, you know. Well, hopefully it gets through because I have a feeling every oh, month goes by no, and there's it's, more it's, that are just going out of business. I mean, you can only hang on so long. Yeah. Okay, good. So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it says the session will end in like seven minutes, so we'll just keep going and then we'll see how far along we are and then we can do a, a yeah, second I think, one. I think he has to, on his end, has to yeah. like – want to add more time or something yeah so he i, I texted him so we'll be, we'll be all good so yeah i, I want to ask you guys how you got into the music venue business and owning a venue um, so you know gina why don't you go why don't you go first here okay. 
So I bartended at the time when I bought it in 1993. I was already bartending for like 12 years. And one of my friends um, likes to invest in businesses. So he goes, why don't we get a bar? So we got the bar. Um, and it just, it just didn't do, it never did any good. So um, he had one of his friends that um, is a punk band. So he started bringing bands in. And then we had when the recession hit, then we lost like 85% of our business. All the, all the companies wouldn't come in for lunch because they were all laid off or out of business. So we were going to go out of business. So I decided, um, why don't I make a second stage? And then we had a warehouse and then we um, took the wall down. So it, got, it was twice as big. And then um, to keep us in business, we started because I figure instead of only being able to get four bands a night on the stage with two stages, now we can get like up to 10 bands a night. So we got that means we get twice as many people in. So that's and then before you know it, then we went into rock, we went into heavy metal, then different promoters would come in. And then before you know it, that's that's pretty much where we make all our money. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was by accident, <laughs> nice. but I like it. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I'm glad. I actually ended up really liking it, but it was by accident. It's so, it's a great. Yeah. You got a great place there, and I love the new. Uh, you got some new screens in there, right? Some new screens behind the. Oh, we did a lot stages. of work because yeah. my brother works for um, audio. So him and my friend Greg, they um, they kept finding like deals and stuff, and they've they told they yeah we put TVs outside everywhere. They got big screens coming down um, behind the stages. Um, yeah, it's really good now. Got more cool. speakers. Can't wait to yeah, fire, I mean, if we can, ever, I'm hoping up. we can use it. Every I time know. I get bummed, I'm all, we better be able to use this stuff again. I, <laughs> but you're gonna was, love it when you come back. You'll love yeah. it, and it's gonna be really nice. Yeah. Oh, I, I, we we always love it there. Um, you always make us feel <laughs> feel welcome, and it's just always a good time. And, yeah, uh, and yeah, and you're one of my favorites too. Oh, <laughs> you're one of my th favorites too, and not just because you. you said it about me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah, very much. So, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Now, yeah. now, Randy, go go ahead, and uh, if we get cut off here, like I said, we'll uh, continue on. No, I was just, you know, I think I've told you my my story. I I started doing this when I was a young kid here in Batavia, you know, and in the area up in Buffalo, just running lights for bands. And you know, sixteen, seventeen year old was wasn't even of age to be in the bar and in nightclubs doing live music, and then went out to California briefly and came back, got into radio. Radio led to a, a guy that ran you know, music clubs saying, I'm opening a new club. How would you like to come to work for me? And, you know, I had radio contact or record label contacts through the radio stations and started booking bands. And like, like Gina, just one thing led to another. And I ended up at this montage music hall that had an owner that there was problems. He wanted to get out and I ended up just buying the place. And, you know, 13 years later, um, here we are. <laughs> and you guys both have a, a great yeah. love for music. Great love for music, Randy. I know your guy is uh, Van Halen is your, the top of the <clears throat> top of the mountain for you, right, Gina? Yeah. How about you? Yeah, that was that was a big one, man. I love Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's that's and your... country. I'm really like I've really started liking. What was that? Oh, I, you're you're a country fan. I didn't I didn't know that. Said, yeah, I love rock, and then I got into country a lot too. So, um, I, the one promoter that's been helping at the bar is a country promoter, so he's going to start bringing in some good country bands. So, we're going to start doing a little bit of country now. Nice, too. probably quite yeah. a few country bands hidden away there in SoCal somewhere, huh? Yeah, I mean, he's going to do national acts, I think. Yeah, okay. And then we started, we started a salsa too. So now we have, um, we'll do one guy does salsa, 
And then he's going to start doing like a Spanish rock too. So we're going to have, we're going to have, we'll have a little bit of everything except we don't do any more hip hop and no more punk. Too many problems. So oh, with the punk shows as well. Yeah. It's all going to be rock metal country and some salsa and Spanish rock. Yeah, I know certain genres of music bring certain uh, dynamics to each show, right? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked to some recording engineers who will only record certain things now because it was just, you know, they, they don't want to see a gun on the console <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when they're trying it. to do their mix. <laughs> so it's all, it's all good, though. Uh, now, you guys are both obviously, obviously very supportive of the veteran community. So why don't we talk a little bit about, um, you know, why you guys are so uh, giving to that demographic, the veterans and, and all the people that support them with, with the American warrior shows and all the other things that you might do with, uh, veteran organizations. What's it mean to you guys? Go ahead, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I just like to help because they're, you know, just everything they do for us. Uh, that's, I mean, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. <laughs> right. It, yeah. I mean, a no-brainer no for you guys. I mean, same here. Yeah. I mean, especially with what we've gone through that. in the last 10 months, you know, whether it's first responders and nurses and whatever. I mean, you, you, you wish you could, I, I sort of always wrap my head around like, what, yeah. what, what more <laughs> could we do? You know, like nurses and doctors come in free, but you know, yeah. we, I don't really do the kind of music I think that they're going to cater to, but yeah, I mean, anything that you can do like that. <laughs> you know veterans or anyone in the armed forces now or yeah fire emt whatever it's a, it's a great thing for the community as a whole too right i mean you bring in first responders a lot of first responders are veterans you know a lot a lot of the local police and firemen and emts so i mean it kind of that's one it's one big happy family we get a lot we get a lot of that <laughs> So what we'll do is we'll, we'll kind of let this roll out here and then we'll start another one and just kind of close it out a little bit, get some final thoughts okay. go from there. Okay. Sure. Let's see uh -huh. what Don wants to do. So actually what we're going to do here. Let's
cut off there abruptly we had some technical technical difficulties we hope you enjoyed some of those american warrior festival bands we're back with our guests randy from the montage music hall and gina from stages out there in southern california <laughs> and we have another special guest here kennedy grace say hi 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 kennedy <laughs> she wanted to meet you guys and tell you about her new band the pirate kids awesome so we're oh, nice. Rocking out. So, yeah, guys, I really just wanted to uh, kind of close with talking about maybe some of the, the future of some live events and some of the technology. We have some, uh, some people that are getting into the, the virtual reality thing where they're starting to do 360 uh, viewing on the stage. You guys had a chance to check out any of the Oculus uh, virtual reality goggles and stuff have you had a chance no no not, not me no nothing other than what i've seen you know like what ronnie james dio there was something with him once or whatever i know but no not nothing on like a smaller venue scale oh yeah it's it's wild man i've checked a few out and it's like putting you right on the stage you can see the pedal boards you know it, oh. it's just a really wild look it's it's cool and i don't think it's crazy expensive to get it from the, the people that are able to create it and, and capture it and get it onto an app. I mean, I don't know the technical side of it, but I think it's reason, reasonably priced to get it filmed. So is I this something that something. you do when like you, like you put it on the internet to people to watch? Yeah, or? you can stream, yep, you can stream it. So what I'm interested in doing is having the regular shows go on. You want to get down? Okay, <laughs> say, say bye. 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 Bye, Kennedy. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so yeah i think it's a combination of uh, where you could have people live in the venue but then you could have it being filmed and then i believe D dondo's more about it but it could be 
kind of streamed out to people where they can watch it and maybe even have a better view. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really interesting. It's right. cool. And I think they're doing it with sporting events already as well. I think like the NFL and all those guys, everyone's kind of, I think it's a cool way to kind of take a show. I mean, obviously live streaming for shows is really nothing new, but doing it in that sense, I think is pretty, pretty forward thinking, pretty new there. So yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, something I wanted to run by you guys. Not sure if you've really heard much about it yet or had any bands Not talk me. about it or promoters. No. And I think I was telling you before that, you know, that was like the first concept was like the live streaming thing. And I was like, you know, I just, I'll, I just want to wait till we get people back in here and we just, live is live, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, it takes exactly. some money to get it done right. You know what I mean? For to sure. A good sure. three, four camera angle thing going and put it to a decent feed so it sounds good and i don't know yeah we, it was, we, it just we, wasn't have, we have a couple groups actually one is in <laughs> southern california that wants to do a, a fundraising thing uh these guys down in newport beach and they asked us because we have some guys that have done the, the streaming stuff and they wanted to do it at a certain level and the budget that we had to give them was pretty substantial to do it right <laughs> Right. You know, and they, they want to get some large bands too. They want to get these bands in the rehearsal studios, which they'll probably catch a, a bargain there because they're not on the tour bus and they're not traveling, but the streaming and the film crew and getting it done right and maybe pre-record some of it. So if the live feed goes down, you can kick in some of the pre-recorded stuff. Yeah. So, well, we, even had, we even had some agents reach out and we, through our channels, you know, as if they were contacting us to book the band live, they would say, like, we did Soul Asylum, we did, um, well, there was three or four. And we would just have the URL and whatever, and then there was, like, places where the agent would be like, we'll give you a couple dollars of you, and the rest of it goes to the bands. And honestly, Dan, some of the numbers were, for national acts, not that great. Really? It's just, well, yeah, it's... Yeah. It's, you know, it's not the same. Yeah. It, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's the thing about the virtual reality and stuff. And, you know, it's exciting where it's headed, but there's still just like an album in your hand still, you know, it, yeah. being right. there, having your body inside a venue with the bands right there. And as yeah. cool as all that other stuff can be, and it's interesting, it still never replaces the, the organic feel and the live feel and the energy and the, right. the sights and the smells and, the, and being there. And again, you know, without being, you know, and it, it was so new that, <laughs> again, yeah, if you're not spending two or three grand, you know, I've we've recorded people through the soundboard before. Yeah. And it's a very good <laughs> And it doesn't yeah. do any band justice. No. So I was yeah. just, eh, you know, let's. I don't want to put put something out there that we can't really control. And once we go through the two or three hours to do it and it sounds and looks terrible, who's that bad yeah. for? You know? I mean, th there was a guy out in Newport that I uh, used to work out with at the gym, and he worked on some pretty large live recordings, like the stuff like the Eagles, that level, really right. big stuff. Right. He'd be like, Dan, you'd be amazed at how many of those guys come back into the studio and get a good vocal track in the booth. Yeah. You know, and it's no it's no mystery, right? Some of those great live albums are yeah. so live, right? You know, so yeah, there, there was a local band that did it here, a cover band, Springer, and it was really, really good. 
but it was also, I think, the lead singer I'm friends with said it was like, I want to see either 25 to 3,000 or maybe up to four between yeah. the audio company and the video company that had to do it to make it look that good. That's just right. a lot of money. And then how's the band getting paid? You know, I right. make money at that. And at the end of the day, it's not all about making money, but yeah, sure. Oh, what it is. Well, sure, sure. Yeah, you, you know, can have, you can have all the art and all the entertainment yeah. you want. Just at the at the end of the day, things have to make sense financially yeah. for everyone as well. So, well, guys, you know, I, I just wanted to bring you back to talk a little bit about the future of that and some interesting things that I found with the VR stuff and and getting back on the horse here and hopefully everything uh, gets opened back up for for you guys. And um, you know, I just thank you so much for coming on and being a part of the music venue episode here. Thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> we look forward yeah, to so doing I'll, some stuff this year. Right. We'll shoot each, I'll shoot you a text with my information. You can get it to Gina and we can email back and forth and make yes. sure that we're, because we're yeah. all trying to make sure that we all get covered because we are, we're a very small community. when Perfect. you're Perfect. So we all need to help each other so that we yes. all stay open. Yeah, independently owned venues. Yes, you know, you. you guys are I mean, <laughs> doing it. I, I love, I love that. You guys are still doing it, and the people are still doing it. Where it's independently owned, it's not owned by right. these massive companies that own a hundred clubs. And this is what you guys do. This is your shop, you know. So people need to know that. So it's been a Thank pleasure, you. guys. And uh, why don't we tell people really quick how to find you? And um, Don will also put the information in the description. Randy, go ahead and give them uh, your contact information as far as your website and how to find out about yeah. your venue. And again, it's pretty bland right now. There's not a lot of events up there, but montagemusichall.com and rochesterentertainmentevents.com. Perfect. All right, Gina, <laughs> how about how do we find you? So, um, unfortunately, we changed the name, so we don't. I have I just signed up on Facebook, and I don't even remember if it's just Stages or Stages Bar. Um, and then, if not, you can do my personal Gina Vertucci on Facebook, and then you can send me a message. Or I'll post when things start to open up. I'll post on that as well. And I'll put the new Facebook page and website up on there. Perfect. So and pretty much Gina Vertucci on Facebook. And, and all, <laughs> all the best with the new the new name and everything. And uh, I think it's Thank fitting you. with the multiple stages. So, all right, Thank guys. You. Well, hey, I'll let you get back to it. Enjoy the rest of your uh, Saturday mm -hmm. night. But uh, okay, appreciate thanks. you guys you coming too. on. All right. Okay. Thanks. You guys okay, take care. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye, bye you guys. Nice All to right. meet you. you <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. The American Warrior Festival podcast brought to you by Oliver's Candies, the creator of the American Warrior Festival candy bar. Oliver's Candies is proud to offer you the largest selection of award-winning chocolates made in Western New York. Visit them online at oliverscandies.com. What's going on, everybody? Don T. Penny here. Just wanted to take a minute to thank our fellow Patreon supporters and let you know that if you wanted to become a fellow supporter of our podcast, all you got to do is click on the link below that is in your show notes. Or if you're listening to this slash watching, the, watching this on YouTube, all you got to do is go to the video description. We will have a link to the Patreon page right there in that description as well. And that will take you to the homepage where you can see the sixth different options for our Patreon program. 
feel free to browse through it, guys. Click on them, see which one best suits you, and any support, any help that you guys would offer us is much appreciated. It helps us put more content out for you and push this podcast uh, to that next level. Once again, guys, thank you for all your support. We're going to continue to do our job. You guys have a great rest of your day. We're out. The American Warrior Festival Podcast is brought to you by the Red Osier Landmark Restaurant, Oliver's Candies, Smoking Eagle Barbecue and Brew, The Firing Pit, Orcon Industries, Ken Barrett Chevrolet Cadillac, TF Browns, One LLP, Batavia Legal Printing, Gun Track App, and Amerahome Healthcare.